KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Good morning. I'm Eric Anderson in for Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, December 27th. Rail ridership dropped by half this year along San Diego's coast. More on what could be a solution to the problem next, but first, let's do the headlines. The holiday travel rush isn't over yet. San Diego airport officials expect this Saturday to be very busy. About 80,000 travelers are expected daily into the new year. Airport officials urge travelers to plan ahead. They suggest checking the flight status before coming to the airport, arriving at least two hours before takeoff, and considering traffic congestion because of construction near the airport. A high surf advisory will be in effect tomorrow morning through the weekend. The National Weather Service is warning it could lead to dangerous swim and surf conditions and potential beach erosion. Waves are expected to reach up to 15 feet. And a look at today and tomorrow's forecast, temperatures in the county's inland areas and by the coast will be in the low to high 60s. In the deserts, temperatures will be in the mid-70s, and in the mountains, it'll be in the mid-50s. The state's minimum wage will increase in the new year. Starting Monday, it'll be $16 an hour, up 50 cents from this year. But some municipalities already have higher minimum wages than the state's, and the city of San Diego is one of them. Their current rate is $16.30, and that amount will increase to $16.85 in the new year. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Mother Nature brought lots of closures to North County rail lines this year. Local leaders say that pushed ridership down. North County reporter Tanya Thorne says there are plans to fix that in the new year. The 351-mile-long rail line, known as the Low Sand Rail Corridor, runs from San Luis Obispo through Los Angeles and south to San Diego. But landslides and cliff collapses brought major interruptions to the rail corridor along San Diego's coast this year. The track around San Clemente was not functioning for almost nine months. And so that means that people who wanted to take that, that that route were on a bus bridge, which went from Irvine to Oceanside. State Senator Catherine Blakespear is the chair of the Low Sand Rail Corridor Resiliency Subcommittee. She says after the rail interruptions, ridership dropped by half, from 8 million passengers a year to 4 million. Even after the rail line reopened, ridership has not recovered. And Blakespear says it's challenging to bring those numbers up again. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News.
The Israel-Hamas war is history happening in real time, which means textbooks aren't current. So what is being taught about the conflict half a world away? Education reporter M.G. Perez spoke with some students determined to learn the truth. 17-year-old Vitai is a senior at the Preuss School on the UC San Diego campus. She is also editor of the newspaper, which has not shied away from covering the Middle East conflict. She says they are not learning about it in class, with teachers limited to using only pre-approved curriculum that is not current. It's just confusing for us to not be able to talk more openly about these controversial topics, because how are we going to become world leaders if we don't go to these topics at this age. We're supposedly taught history to not repeat it. Huda Wolda Georges is a junior at the Dimensions Collaborative School, which also has not included war discussion in history or current events curriculum. You know, this is our world that we're living in. We don't have a choice but to live in it. And so if we can try to fix our own problems or like resolve the issues that we have in our world today, then the better. We have reached out to numerous school districts across San Diego County to find out how this is being taught in classrooms. None of them would respond to our request. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. California's Medicaid program is undergoing major changes in the new year aimed at improving health care access and delivery for people enrolled in the safety net program. But state regulators will need to rigorously enforce the improvements. Stephanie O'Neill of Kaiser Family Foundation Health News has more. The changes are embodied in a new contract between California and the managed care plans that serve 99% of Medi-Cal enrollees. The state's tightening enforcement of certain quality measures. For the first time ever, the plans will be required to invest a portion of their profits into the communities they serve. They're also required to report publicly on the performance of medical providers and reveal the number of enrollees who don't have access to primary care and then invest more to plug any gap. Additionally, the plans must better integrate physical and mental health care respond to the cultural and language preferences of their members, as well as sexual orientation and gender identity. The contract includes key elements of CalAIM, a $12 billion state initiative, which requires health plans to better coordinate care for the neediest Medi-Cal members. I'm Stephanie O'Neill. Coming up, we're looking back at the stories of 2023. I'm a great believer that you can approach anything through opera. (laughs) That was the late Nicholas Ravellis, who died before the premiere of his opera Ghosts. We'll have that story just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team, Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. The San Diego Opera lost its longtime director of education, Nicholas Ravellis, earlier this year. The opera staged the world premiere of his work titled Ghosts about a month after his death. Arts reporter Beth Accomando brought us this story right before opening night. Last summer, Nicholas Ravellis was debuting one opera at San Diego International Fringe Festival and prepping another for a world premiere at San Diego Opera. 
I'm very excited about that to be produced by my home company as well as a big professional opera company in the United States, so I hope we'll get some notice for it. And what delighted him even more was that the opera was in a genre he loved. The horror is up front and center. But last October, Ravellis was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. He died just six weeks before this Friday's world premiere of Ghosts, an evening of three one-act horror-inspired operas. But with a title like Ghosts, perhaps he knew he would be haunting the rehearsal hall. Oh, undoubtedly. That's mezzo-soprano Emily Fons. We joke about it, you know, it's, it's in the text. We can say, oh, that's, that's Nick right there for sure, that moment. Or it, it feels like somehow we're still exchanging ideas and asking for his blessing on the choices we make. John De Los Santos is directing the opera. So Nick is definitely here with us, laughing, crying, getting very involved, and making sure that we're going to present an amazing premiere to commemorate him. And then when it's over, total blackout. I mean, Nick would love this. Back in December, Ravellis was in hospice, but still working with Delo Santos. I just told him, creepy. I want jump scares. <laughs> I want everything a horror movie would have. Ravellis and Delo Santos bonded over some shared passions. Well, Nick loved horror, and I love horror, but we also love opera. And I think that something that both horror and opera have in common is they elicit strong emotions, strong feelings. I'm a great believer that you can approach anything through opera. <laughs> I absolutely believe in the genre. When you sing things, the story, the drama is more heightened. It becomes more important. It becomes bigger. And I like that, the bigness of that. That was Ravellis from May last year. In December, the passion was still there, but cancer was taking a toll. It is an opera in black and white. And when I think horror, I think black and white. And when I say that, I mean that the sound colors, the colors from the orchestra are even kind of black and white. Lunatic, lunatic, your cousin Sandra, For the opera Eden, De Los Santos was also the librettist. Ghosts are not figures in sheets. They are memories. They are regrets. They are unknown and unanswered questions that we have that we have to confront. In the opera House, Fawn sings the role of a mother. Nick and I did talk about that, how ghosts can be trauma, can be experiences, can be people who we aren't able to shed emotionally from our lives. David Bennett, general director of San Diego Opera, saw ghosts as an opportunity to fulfill his goal of offering audiences a detour from traditional opera. So I knew allowing Nick to play in that play box of horror and ghost story genre would result in something that would be deeply compelling. That's why it's really an honor for us to produce this, because there's so much in this work that's unusual and unexpected, but there's also so much in it that is in many ways traditional. Ravellis expressed hope that the opera would have a future beyond this weekend, and Ghosts would be the perfect legacy for a man who devoted his life to being an ambassador for opera and whose heart always belonged to horror. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. 
As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Eric Anderson. Thanks for listening, and have a great Wednesday. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota. Let's go places.